and welcome to the Get Real with Anne Louise podcast. I am Anne Louise, and this is the Friday morning health tip for you. Today is about how your childhood trauma affects your parenting. Unprocessed trauma can show up in almost any area of your life where you end up being out of balance or living in a way that is unhealthy, uncaring, and unsupportive towards yourself. So if you're uncaring and unsupportive towards yourself, how do you expect to be caring and supportive towards your children? So much of parenting is about modeling the behavior, like the healthy behavior. Kids, they rarely do as they're told. Kids, they do what they see. And so if, the, if they see you grabbing um, a glass of wine each time you have a difficult emotion, then they think that's how you solve problems. Or you eat crazy amounts of sugar to cope with something. That unhealthy behavior is something that your child will, will um, copy. Your trauma response may also be um, that you keep yourself busy all the time because it can be too scary to deal with what's happening in the present moment. Um, I totally understand that. I just want you to know that is, it, it can be a trauma response. And your child will copy that, will keep himself busy all the time where maybe his body needs to, to relax and to wind down. So you see all these behaviors that you might do unconsciously um, they affect your child. And on top of that, children are incredibly intuitive. Somewhere along the line, we lose that intuitive sense. But they are incredibly intuitive, so they can sense when something is off. You can try and hide all your problems or hide your tears or hide anything. Um, but your children knows. They know something is, is up. If they're not helped through that experience and they don't know what to do with it, then it kind of becomes like a unprocessed thing and, and maybe even something they get scared of. Let's pretend that you grew up in a family where it wasn't okay to have emotions, where um, if you cried, you were told, don't cry about that. Or if you were angry, say, they'd tell you, don't be angry. Or even if you were too happy about something, they'd say, dial it down. You don't need to be so happy. So any kind of emotions were sort of boxed in and you weren't really allowed to express truly how you feel. Well, in adulthood, you might have trouble expressing those feelings, um, might even have trouble knowing what what does this feeling even feel like and how do I express it? And maybe you've even just developed sort of scary, like fear for feelings and you don't know what to do with them. Um, maybe you've created coping mechanisms where you have a glass of alcohol or a lot of sugar or something whenever you have a feeling because that's how... That's how you've learned, you've taught yourself to deal with feelings because you weren't taught, you know, to, to deal with your feelings. And that kind of behavior is, is definitely passed on to your children. So trauma, child, unprocessed childhood trauma can definitely affect your, your parenting unconsciously often, which is, which is why this is such a difficult topic. But I do want to shed some light on it because I think the more we're aware of what's going on, the more we can we can start to change and the more we can help ourselves and we can help our children. I don't think anyone has children and wants to do harm or doesn't want the best for their children. So shedding a little light on what kind of behavior you're bringing from your child into the present and that you're bringing to your children. You know, awareness is the first step. 
Maybe you spend a lot of time yelling or being angry, fighting with your partner. That, that, all, that all can create a lot of toxic um, environment for your child. That the child, if, 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 this situations, if these situations are not um, dealt with or handled in a, in a healthy way, then that can affect the child and, and they will then bring that into their future, into their adulthood. And I'm not saying that any parent is perfect. Um, th- that's, not a, that's not a thing. If we're too, quote unquote, perfect um, as a parent, that can also traumatize a child. So, as d- <laughs> you know, what's the right answer? I don't know. I think we always do the best that we can do. And n- knowing that we can always improve, we can always do something better. Um, and I think awareness is the first key. So, so this is why I'm, I'm bringing up the topic. So I think my tip for you is to notice. Notice what you're doing and how you're behaving and what kind of effect that has on your child. I think the first step is awareness. The good news is that you can change. Uh, you can make changes. It's never too late. Habits, they form and they might be harder to change with time, but not impossible. Things can be different. And you can um, process your trauma without having to go back and and talk or deal with things like dig up the past that, that maybe you don't want to uh, either do again or at all. You don't have to dig up the past to heal your trauma. There are many ways to heal from your past and, and to let go. And um, so I want you to know that uh, things can be different and you can change. And it's really scary. It can be an incredibly scary process because you need to be vulnerable and you need to um, be able to accept the fact that you, maybe you've made a mistake, which I know for my for me is incredibly, incredibly difficult. I can share a personal experience that I have a mistake I've made with my children or my child um, that I'm trying to fix uh, today. And if I hadn't if I hadn't talked or discovered or been aware, I would never have been. I would never have been able to make this change. Um, so it's not a nice thing to, to admit that I've made a mistake, but I think for the greater good, it's worth it. So my child was was um, being incredibly angry with himself when he um, didn't win a game, um, or missed a mark, or didn't do something really good. He would be incredibly angry with him like, himself. He would start yelling and screaming and locking himself into his room and. And, you know, my husband and I would look at each other and go, whoa, what is going on? We, we didn't understand this extreme behavior. And we could have, and we have also just been angry with him and said, this, this behavior is unacceptable. We want you to stop immediately. Um, but as I said, pe- kids don't do as they're told. <laughs> um, and it's not because uh, we were trying to model a, a behavior to be a good loser. So we would lose a game and then we'd say, oh, okay, we'd lost and we'd move on and try to t- you know, show him that it was okay to lose a game. But his behavior just continued. So I went looking a bit deeper. Um, and this is months of investigating, um, trying to figure out what was going on. Why was he so um, hard on himself? And... He then started primary school and um, the teacher also talked to me about uh, his perfectionism, that 
he he really did not like making mistakes and and he was hard on himself and um and she was trying to help him to create an environment where it was all right to make mistakes and i thought we were making progress he was doing a lot better but we still quite quite hadn't nailed like where did this really come from and one day uh, the kids are playing with Lego with um, with their dad, and um, they're actually uh, organizing all their Legos by color. And I didn't want to have any part of that, <laughs> so I was watching. And so they're in their room um, organizing their Lego, and I step into the room. I guess I had to. I don't know why. I went into the room, and I and I accidentally stepped on one of the boxes. Um, and and the box, uh, you know tipped and and all the Lego they had just sorted went all over the floor and I felt so bad I was so sorry and and um, and I felt really stupid that I that I had done that so I was sitting with all these feelings and on top of that my husband starts saying oh my god you idiot why did you I don't think he used those exact words but he 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 made it show that he was incredibly disappointed in me and that's when it clicked for me because that made me feel even worse you know, I was already feeling bad and him adding, you know, the guilt and the shame and the, oh my God, yes, I'm an idiot. And, you know, we're talking about tipping over some Lego, you know, this is not a life or death uh, <laughs> um, situation. And I was already feeling so bad. And that's when it, when it clicked that I thought, oh my God, this is what I do with my son all the time. Whenever he does something that I don't think is good enough, um, he trips over or he spills some milk or um, or he accidentally colored on the table or, you know, little things like that that I'm not really like, it ticks me, it gets me really, really angry. I would tell him that I mean, you know, yell at him and say, oh my God, I'm so disappointed in you. And oh my God, did you do that again? And come on, and oh, get your, come on, do you really have to be so clumsy? And always like adding this shame and guilt and judgment onto him that I'm sure he already had for himself. And once I started noticing this pattern, I thought, oh my goodness, this needs to stop. This needs to stop right now. I even heard him once say to himself, oh my God, why am I so, why am I such an idiot? Why am I so clumsy? And I thought, oh dear, don't, that's me feeding these words into him. So, you know, I, admitted the mistake I talked to him about it I I sat down and I talked to him I told him everything that I just told you and I and I I hope you know and I stopped the behavior so I stopped judging him for not being exactly who I wanted him to be and um and it's already going a lot better he doesn't get these these extreme fury moments where um where he slams the door and, and screams in his room. He doesn't do that anymore. Um, he's still hard on himself, so I think it's still a work in progress. But I am so happy that I noticed what I was doing wrong. Um, so I was able to, so I, I could stop it and help him. And, you know, I'm talking about this because this is this is something that, that's just one of my trauma responses. You know, this is something that I, this is one of my unprocessed traumas. Um, this kind of behavior was put on me also. I had to be perfect. I had to not step out of line. I had to be this and this and that and fit into this box that I didn't fit into. Yeah, so 
so this was me. I needed to heal that trauma in, so that I could help my child further. So I hope um, by me sharing this personal story that um, you will get the courage to look at your parenting and look at you know some of the behaviors that you might not be so happy about and know that there's something you can do about it. It doesn't have to be set in stone. And, and also, kids are incredibly... Um, what's the word, flexible um, and resourceful. We, we can, we can change, you know, we can repair the harm that we've done. We don't have to beat ourselves up and say, oh my God, uh, I've already done the harm. There's no point. We can absolutely make it better no matter when it is. Um, even today, if my parents, you know, help me um, heal some trauma, that will still help me today as an adult. So yeah, I hope this has been helpful. And um, if you have any comments or questions or would like to talk to me about this, send me an email. My email is hello at getreal.lu for Luxembourg. Send me an email. And I'd love to talk to you about, about this. All right. I wish you a happy weekend and take care of yourself. <laughs>